Okay, welcome to Voices of the North, a podcast for politically curious minds. My name is John Scar. I'm the producer and host of the show. Um, and this episode, we're briefly going to go over the concepts behind the podcast, and then we'll hear from Artiste Mayfield, the executive director of Grassroots in Action, uh, the organization that created this very podcast. I'm going to talk as little as possible because this isn't really about me at all, but I'm John. Uh, my background is in documentary storytelling, filmmaking, uh, photography. Personally, I love listening to passionate people speak about the things that inspire them. Um, there's just something special about watching someone share the experiences that made them who they are. Uh, Voices of the North is all about voting and civic engagement, just like Grassroots in Action, as you'll hear from Artiste. Um, our goal is ultimately to share the stories of the passionate humans behind the politics of Minnesota and connect real-life struggles in our day-to-day -day lives to political action. Uh, the organization and our studio are based in North Minneapolis. Uh, this is the community that the podcast and Grassroots in Action are focused on the most, but the issues faced in North uh, apply to communities across the state and country. Um, so we might talk about a range of issues, anything from affordable housing to restructuring criminal justice, um, but again, all roads lead back to voting and civil civic engagement because at the end of the day if we don't have elected officials who are willing to be held accountable if we don't have leaders who are listening and working to understand the problems faced by their constituents then then it's over at the start um, so it all starts with voting um, over the past few months, I've been getting to know Artiste's personal story, uh, the inspiration for Grassroots in Action, uh, to ensure that the show fulfills uh, part of the organization's mission. Um, in this case, it's about education and, again, connecting um, communities to political action. So uh, I sat down with Artiste, my boss and uh, executive director of Grassroots in Action to introduce the ideas and experience behind the nonprofit. Artiste, how is it going? I'm doing really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a weird winter so far, but I'm sorry, that's all I do. I'm just gonna talk about the weather that's something Minnesotans do. Well, I've been in Minnesota since I was three, so the winters never seem to surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised every year. Um, okay, so first, I just want to hear uh, one interesting fact about you, anything. One interesting fact about Artis Mayfield. So, one time, Michelle Obama came to Minneapolis Henry High School, and the people that she was allegedly supposed to see, they had to have interviews, they had to run background checks on them, 
And everybody kept saying, you will not be able to see Michelle Obama. It just so happened I was at the front of the school and Michelle came out. And I was like, Michelle, Michelle. And she looked over there and she came over there. I said, hi, Michelle, can I take a picture with you? She said, sure. And me and her took the picture, which I still got on my Facebook page. And she was smiling, but you could hear her saying, here comes security. You better go fast because I'm not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> when I posted the picture, everybody kept saying it was a mannequin. It was not a mannequin. It was Michelle Obama. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Michelle. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. I have so much anxiety, I would probably just turn into a puddle as soon as you just like, hurry up. I'd be like, they're going to take me away. Um, <laughs> cool. So, Artiste, uh, again, you're the executive director of Grassroots in Action. Um, but I want to back it up just one step. I want you to explain to me what grassroots organizing is and explain it like I'm five. Hmm. Well, we identified problems as a community. We organize our neighbors in the greater area around the issue and make sure, let me quote you on that again, make sure our, verses, our voices are heard in the policy-making process. Yeah, right. It's like from the ground up. From the ground up. Starts at the kitchen table. Um, yeah, so... Then let's talk about grassroots in action. Definitely. Tell me a little bit about that. Grassroots in action is all about voting and mobilizing folks to get involved in the political process. We work on a wide range of issues, but ultimately our message is that in order to address these barriers we face in the community, fixing it starts with showing up to vote and engaging in the policy making process. Yep. We need them. We need I mean, them to show up. Right. We're up against corporate interests and interests that don't have ours at heart. I want to hear a little bit more, like, why is voting so important? Voting is a way to ensure that people who are elected into power are people who will fight to represent our voices. If we have a bunch of elected officials in office who don't really care about our lives, about what we want and about what we need, who don't know the challenges we face, fixing it starts with showing up to vote and engaging in the policy-making process. As you see, I keep talking about the policy-making process. Yep, it has power to influence the quality of our lives. So, you know, that's pretty important. <laughs> yes, it is. I didn't even know what voting was until I got educated, and that's what we do as well. We educate people on why is it important to vote and what matters? Yeah. I want to hear more about your personal life experience and that path to becoming a politically active citizen. Well, so when I started on my journey, it was long. And it brought a lot of awareness to what was happening in my community. I really didn't know the Pacifics, but I just knew that the presidential election was always on TV and I, I knew my mom didn't go vote. So that's my familiarity with 
uh, Bodie. Um, I, I got caught up in a long whirlwind of addiction. I'm in long-term recovery. I've uh, been incarcerated many, many, many times. I did things in my life that I am not proud of. I started getting in trouble when I was in juvenile. I can't remember if they was felons, misdemeanors. At that time, I didn't add up. But I got sent to Sox Center. They called it a correctional facility, Sox Center Correctional Facility. I got sent there. Um, I went to run away several times. Then I became 18, and I began to get in more trouble. I got convicted in 1984. It was probably three months after I had my first child. And I was sent to prison, Shakopee Prison, with a felon, uh, shoplifting. And that's what I did. I boosted to get high, my addiction. So anyway, um, I was not where I was supposed to be, and I didn't do what I needed to be doing to have a um, good life. So when you got out, you mentioned you have a felony. What what happened? You you went to vote or like what? It took many get outs to figure out that I could vote. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved in this place called the Alliance. I think I was about 42 years old. And when I moved into the building, it was my first bathroom, my first kitchen. I was just so hyped up. I had never had my own place. And I began to move around the building. And they had an event. And I went to the event. And this guy came in. And I turned around and looked. I said, hey, y'all. I said, that's the boss. And they was like, uh-uh. And I said, you can just see his mannerism, right? And he came over the table and he said, Hi. My name is Alan Arthur, and I'm the chief handshaker of this organization. <laughs> chief handshaker. <laughs> he called it chief handshaker. <laughs> and actually, he was down on his knees, right, talking. And um, I was like, wow. So he came back and asked me to um, become a part of uh, talking on a panel, and I did. And that's when I met Keith Ellison. And then Keith Ellison asked me to come and do an intern. And then I went and do a, did an intern. I became familiar with voting. At this time, I'm still on parole, so I still can't vote. And then I come off parole and I voted when Obama was in office. That was the first time I was able to vote. That was the first time I voted. How did that make you feel? That I had a say. So that's like the story of uh, the inspiration behind Grassroots in Action. Um, what is Grassroots Action mission? What do you want to see happen? We are fighting to empower the politically unengaged. There are too many people in our community who wrongly believe that there's nothing we can do about these extremely serious problems that we face in our day-to-day -day lives. We work to connect their real-life struggles to political action. Get out and vote. Show up and tell our leaders that we need to see change. That's so important. If we do not get out there and use our voice, 
we will not be heard. Yeah. Um, I think that's a perfect description of, of our big picture goals. Um, this belief that my voice doesn't matter. There's nothing I can do about these problems. Um, why do you think people believe that? Because the system has led them to believe that their voice don't matter. And then they just carry it and make it a part of who they are. They, they continue to say, oh, we knock at that door. Oh, my voice don't count. Who told you that? And so we, we continue to go out and have conversation with these people to let them know their voice do matter. We need you guys to get out and vote so we can show you that your voice matters. Yeah, right. It starts, all roads lead to voting, any issue. <laughs> all roads lead to voting. <laughs> um, so how do we, how do you plan or how does Grassroots in Action plan on breaking that belief? How are we going to empower the politically unengaged? We believe that education is the key to empowerment. We... <laughs> Uh, we're talking about starting from a place of common ground, you know, um, having this conversation, educating this conversation, having events, making it reality. Myself did not believe that my vote mattered. Now I know my vote matter, and that's why I'm here to teach them that their vote matters as well. So... This org is focused on North, but the problems faced in North, they apply to communities across the country, right? Yes. Um, there's specifically um, issues that, that pertain to voting. Well, we are at this time focused on Ward 4 and 5. We don't plan to just stay there, though. We want to blossom out because this is happening everywhere. It's just more serious in North Minneapolis at this time. It's the lowest rates. We Minneapolis is not voting. North Minneapolis, this is just not the middle of North Minneapolis. We're talking about all the way out to the Candom area. People are not voting. Yeah, it's something like, um, this is my own math and I am not a number wizard, but I think it's something over 10 years, it's on average been an 18% lower voter turnout, which is pretty significant when you look at other wards in the in the Minneapolis area. Where where does the work start? Like, what do we actually do to execute on this vision? <laughs> what do we do? Well, we ask, we assess, we educate, we mobilize, and we support. We support our community with the things that they're concerned about. We educate our community on diabetes. We educate them on gun violence. We educate them on non-violence as well. And we assess the community. Any Say any needs in North Minneapolis. If they have needs, we want to help them. We'll do connections. We'll connect. We, we have allies. We have people that will we'll call them and say, can they come to the Salvation Army? Can they come to YouthLink? We'll, we, we assess this. We, you know, we give them direction. Yeah, like a hub, a resource yeah, hub. Yeah, a resource. 
And then like the educational end is also a service. It's like educational is definitely a service. Yeah. yeah. And I, this podcast itself is like a educational entertainment resource where we know we're hearing a lot from the community through surveys. Um, this issue really is impacting a lot of people. Yes, and is. so here's, here's the personal experience that you can resonate with as a listener. And then, Here's like the bigger picture policies, systems, history of whatever issue it is. And then it's about inspiring people to to take action because there are routes. It's, you know, voting isn't perfect. You got to show up. You got to show up. And so we're fighting to inspire folks who feel beat up. To close out the episode, this goes back to kind of our core and your own personal story. What is your message to folks who see these problems in their communities? They don't feel like they can do anything about it. Like, what would you tell the younger version of you that you think would make a difference right now? I think people should get involved. I think people should get educated. I think people should come to Grassroots in Action, 901 North 3rd Street, Minneapolis, Minnesota, or you can give us a call at 612-432-3671. Thank you. We'll tell you how. Artis, thank you so much for taking time out of your day for me. And uh, I'm excited to get this podcast you know rolling. To, yeah, you're going to have to be pinching that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in to this introduction to Voices of the North and Grassroots in Action. You can support us by visiting grassrootsinactionmn.org and click that donate button. Join our email list to stay updated and leave a review of Voices of the North on your favorite podcast platform. Please join us this Wednesday, February 1st for our next episode featuring Minnesota's Attorney General Keith Ellison. I'm John Scar, and this was an episode of Voices of the North. Thank you.